0: Everyone, Welcome back to another episode of the show. This is Missing the Point with Miles David, and I am your host. Thank you for tuning back in. If this is your first time listening, as I always say, welcome to the show. If you are a returning listener, welcome on back. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming back and lending me your ears. If you cannot tell by the title of today's episode, we are going to be talking about everything Wimbledon 2021. In London, SW19, as the address says, (laughs) the players are preparing their all white outfits. The grass is cut. The lawns are manicured. And it has been a minute since we've seen tennis of this quality on grass because the Wimbledon championships were not played in 2020 because of the covid-19 pandemic, which is, you know, just Turned all of our worlds upside down for lack of a better term for the past 18 months or so. But things are starting to look like they're getting back to normal, especially with this huge event on the schedule getting put close to where it normally is or right around where it normally traditionally is on the schedule in June, July in the summer. So definitely want you guys to get into the the conversation that me and a Twitter mutual of mine, a J.E. from the Serving It Up podcast He has been wonderful in engaging with the podcast from the very beginning, and I really wanted to set aside some time for us to dissect and analyze this 2021 Wimbledon draw, so that is what you guys will be listening to. It is a very uh, engaging, candid, insightful, and honestly hilarious conversation that him and I had, and I'm going to link everything to his podcast and to what he has going on in the podcast description, because he is definitely a... A hoot <laughs> for sure and yeah i'm gonna let the audio run you guys like i normally do it is it's listening back to it because i've already edited it and wimbledon starts in like 24 hours or so it's a good one i hope you guys strap in and whether you're listening to this in the car or as you jog or wherever you get around listening to it it's a definitely a good episode and hopefully you enjoy it so enough of me talking i'm going to get us into that conversation and i'll be back on the other side to Segue us out of the show and that'll be that so enjoy guys oh forgot to mention this part Make sure you guys are interacting with the podcast on social media platforms at Missing Point Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Clubhouse. And also, if you guys are enjoying and want to contribute to the growth of this podcast and the community we are building, there are some links in the podcast description where you can show your support for the show in monetary ways. If you would like, I definitely would appreciate it. And I guess had to throw that in there because why not? And yeah, let's get back to the episode. I'm sure you guys are interested in what we had to talk about. Another one for the highlight reel. I wonder why I did that. (laughs)
1: It did that because I pushed the wrong button. I pushed instead of continue. I pushed leave meeting. Oh. I
0: I I, I should I should not have started drinking. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm weak because I thought because it literally happened as soon as I pressed record. I was like, did the system do something? Well, oh, that's, that's a great way to get us uh, in- introduced and off to starting about <laughs> this tournament. Right, right. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and talk to me for a little bit about this 2021 Wimbledon. And just to get right into it, thank you, Ajay, for joining me. And I have to tell the listeners that, like we were just talking before we press record, that... I. I appreciate how much that you engage with the podcast on Twitter because actually you want to, I think you're one of the first people to like steadily start giving me interaction to my questions I would pose and stuff on Twitter and that is what kind of made me feel more comfortable doing this episode with you because I can also see your tweets and see that you know what you're talking about in tennis <laughs> and, <laughs> and you host your own podcast about tennis so it just felt natural to kind of get you and I talking on the podcast about this tournament in particular because I feel like we have a affinity for wimbledon i feel like it's one is it your favorite grand slam i would say it is um
1: (laughs) so yes so first i want to say thank you for having me on your podcast um it is an honor i'm glad to be here um You know we are so happy to you know interact with other um black podcasters who love tennis who appreciate tennis who watch tennis on a regular not just the four (laughs) grand
0: Grand slams um
1: but yeah so like you know this year um i definitely want to give a shout out to my tennis podcast um partner combing my beard so um his twitter handle is at combing my beard and the serving it up podcast was his brainchild um so we both love tennis we play tennis we watch tennis all the time um so he was like hey why not just do a podcast about it so that was his brainchild um so again follow him if you are interested it's at combing my beard
0: and like then, an actual beard like the yes, one that grows out of your face look at that the
1: one that goes out of your face
0: the one i just cut um, out a little bit actually
1: <laughs> the one that i am unable to grow <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then our the tennis Twitter podcast is at serving underscore it underscore up. Um, so if you want to follow us, um, please check us out. So yeah, we were just looking for you know we wanted to like re get re- get rejuvenated. Um, so I started like um, interacting way more on Twitter. So t- Twitter was kind of like my domain, mm-hmm. and he handled the podcast side. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now we're on a hiatus. Um, so you there hasn't been a new episode for a while but I wanted to keep the page, uh, you know, going. Mm -hmm. So you're one of the, you're one of the um, Twitter pages. I was like, Oh, I want to definitely interact with him. (laughs) Um, You know, go back and forth. Cause again, I see that, you know what you're talking about. Um, But what I love is like, even though we agree with a lot of things, we don't always have the same response or we don't always Mm -hmm. have the same mindset about certain players. And I love that because Mm -hmm. you have your faves. I have my faves. Some of them are the same and others are not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know we have a lot of similarities and ones we we are we do not stand for <laughs> <laughs> we
0: don't we don't see it for <laughs> we
1: don't we don't see it for him. so no i'm i'm super happy to be here so again just thank you for having me um like you mentioned and thank you again for saying my name correctly i am a j um and typically when you see tweets from the serving it up podcast um twitter page it's me just sharing my thoughts about tennis and living my best black tennis life
0: hey amen oh, yes. come on be- come on best black tennis life we That's might be on a shirt somewhere that deserves to be on a shirt <laughs> somewhere somewhere let me, somehow let me yeah, let, you let put me that
1: trade on a shirt. that let me let me trade <laughs> it so I can get <laughs> my coins
0: <laughs> coins are needed coins are needed and they're about to be they're about to be shelling out the coins in london in sub 48 hours, because we are on the eve eve of Wimbledon Eve right now as we record this. And the draws are out. People are starting to make their bold predictions. Mm -hmm. As I look at it now, I feel like, and I've been thinking this as I'm getting ready to record this episode, I feel like because Wimbledon didn't happen last year, of course, with everything going on with the pandemic and COVID-19, it was shut down last year. So this is the first time they're having it since 2019. I feel like wins, like actual literal wins for tennis players on the grass surface right now are kind of like gold
1: mm-hmm. because everybody
0: doesn't have them. So I think that this makes this particular Wimbledon interesting, in- including the fact that they were just on clay literally two weeks ago. <laughs> right. And the surface switch from clay to grass is usually always tricky, but extra tricky because of the lack of match play and because of how – they only got two weeks on it when in the past couple of seasons they were getting maybe three, three to weeks. four weeks. Yeah. Right. Depending on so, when you lost in French open.
1: So the crazy thing is like, like you mentioned in 2020, we know that was a crazy year. Like mm-hmm. it start, it started in March where Indian well shut down. do mm-hmm. um, I know that that's your tournament to go to <laughs> Miami shut down. Like, um, I, I'm just gonna keep referring to his Twitter page because you know I want people to follow him. So at in my beard and I, we already had had our tickets purchased to go to Miami. Like that's our favorite tournament. So we were like ready to go. And then when India was closed, I was like,
0: This ain't Miami's looking
1: good. Fine. <laughs> I was like, No, Miami's fine because Miami kept saying like we are mm. gonna have it, and yeah. they shut down. And you think about it, even though it was a crazy year. Wimbledon was the only Slam that did not happen in 2020. Mm -hmm. So we have not had players on grass for two years, basically. Mm -hmm. So these grass court wins are epic right now. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you know, Roland Garros, again, being the redheaded stepchild, (laughs) decided to like delay themselves a week and take up one of the weeks of the grass court season when it's only three weeks. That's not what we're here
0: to talk about. I do. That, Child, tournament, you know. the, that, that tournament that still got my head hurting a little bit, but it do that every year.
1: I, I am I stay ready to drag the Roland and the Garros because I just don't understand how he still is out here just acting like don't nobody else matter. Oh. But you know, that might be another another episode. Yeah,
0: that's not the <laughs> subject of our message today. <laughs> but they, so no, like, they deserve it though. They deserve it.
1: So now I'm excited. It, yeah, I'm like excited. You, you mentioned, Wimbledon is my favorite tournament. It's the one that I've always wanted to go mm-hmm. to. It's the one that if I was a professional player, I've always wanted to win. Um, and I think a little bit about that is like my affinity and my love for Venus, because I know it's the one that she loves the most. Um, so yeah, it's my favorite slam out of the four. So I am excited.
0: It's definitely, I think, a lot of rooted in the fact that the Williams sisters have kind of made it their home as to why I find it my favorite, my favorite slam. And it just has the, it has some parts of it. I don't really love about how steeped in tradition it is, but some yes. parts are nice to see about how they go about handling their business and everything usually is pretty clean, tight, nipped together and, you know, just, quality when i think about wimbledon um Mm -hmm. in certain aspects so that's why i'm excited and before we ramble off too much about wimbledon let's talk about the people that's actually playing in wimbledon okay
1: (laughs) come on on. let's well well, actually you know
0: before we started before we start talking about the people and the seeds and who who's playing let's talk about who's not playing because actually that's kind of been the story of the tournament so far, mm-hmm. because if you keep up with Wimbledon on Instagram, they've been having to say every day, so and so pulled Somebody, out. <laughs> somebody's pulled out.
1: Somebody's pulled out. right, we'll see you playing. next year. We'll see you next
0: <laughs> year. <laughs> uh, on the men's side, let's keep it. Let, let's keep it on the men's side first. So the withdrawals start from the very, very top with Rafael Nadal, who mm-hmm. is coming off of a very interesting French Open and. I'm not sure, I think if C would have been three or four, or he's ranked three or four in the world right now, but obviously he would have been a factor in the tournament. And he said a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago, the time, who knows what time is doing right now in this post pandemic slash in the middle of this pandemic world. But all <laughs> of, all in all, he said he wasn't playing Wimbledon and he's actually not playing the Olympics. So he would not be participating in this, in this draw. Did you have like a knee jerk reaction to when you saw that or did you kind of see it happening?
1: I honestly saw it happening. Um, I think at this point in Nadal's career, um, his year revolves around clay. Hmm. Um, and you you were very polite in calling it an interesting French Open. <laughs> it it was a disappointing French Open. Anytime Nadal plays a French Open and he does not win, it's disappointing. I don't, it doesn't matter what round. And then also to lose to Djokovic, like his nemesis on clay, after he dragged him last year in the final. Um, a good drag. I think... A good dragon. I I enjoy that dragon thoroughly. Um, I could I, I think for me, Nadal knows that he can play on grass. He's a factor on gra- grass, but you know he's already won it twice. And I don't know if he thought his body could handle it. And I feel like he thinks his body could handle the U.S. Open more than Wimbledon. So he pulled out. Hmm. Um, him pulling out of the Olympics didn't surprise me at all. If I'm going to be honest, he's won gold in singles and in doubles. He's he's the only player to do that. He's set, like his his career as far as a gold conversation is set as far as Olympics go. Mm -hmm. Um, Federer and Djokovic haven't done either of that. So I think he's like, why why track my health? Why take the chance when I've already done that? Um, So I wasn't honestly surprised that he pulled out of Wimbledon and the Olympics. But, you know, it's Nadal. Um, Whenever he pulls out anything, it's going to be a big
0: story. It's going to be something that the the news stickers put on there, you know, breaking news type of thing. Um, some more players did withdraw besides Nadal, another highly mm-hmm. ranked and highly uh, noted player that to withdraw is who? you, who <laughs> why you, why you did that? You know, I must. You know I'm you know saying? Who I'm say? it, oh,
1: I, oh, I wish y'all could see me like because as soon because he about you about to talk about team? Are you about to talk about team? Dominic team. <laughs> so let me tell y'all something about my relationship with team. I team is the male version of Justine Enna for me? Oh, wow. And let me tell you what. Okay. So I have been watching tennis for years. Like I started watching tennis in like 99. I saw a black girl with beads playing tennis. And that was Serena. And I was like, I don't know, black people play tennis. Let me keep watching. So I started loving the sisters then. Cut to 2003. We all know that epic French Open Semifinal where Anna cheated and turned the crowd against Serena. She Anna raised was, her
0: hand. and didn't say she, she, didn't, she didn't raise her and hand. Did, did, and exactly, All and hell broke loose. Yes.
1: <laughs> Anna was legitimately my third favorite player at that point in, in time. It was Venus, Serena, and I loved Justine Anna. I loved Ooh. her game. Yeah, I could um, see that. Like her forehand, the grip that she has in her forehand that is so extreme. I had the same grip. So I started following her career, and like during my junior days, I was like, "Oh, if she can do it, I can do it too." Because coaches were telling me you should change your grip; it's too extreme. And I was like, "Look at Inna. So I followed her thoroughly. When she cheated in that match, I threw her away. Mm. When, I, when I throw you away,
0: it is <laughs> no key. No key after that. The key is gone. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> so I
1: have not, I threw team away the year, was it 2019, when, when Serena lost to Kennan. Mm-hmm. And
0: they
1: they tried to get him out of the press room.
0: Not and She didn't lose to in, and We 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 went so, from 2003 to 2018 when yeah, Serena lost to, no, Serena, that was she 2019. Lost
1: to she lost to Kennan. 2019.
0: 2019, she lost to Kennan. Yes, yeah, 2019 French Open, she lost to Kennan.
1: And they try to get out the press room. And team was like, "Well, who is she? She needs to wait." And it wasn't even Serena. It was the reporter trying to get him out, like the tournament. The tournament. Serena was like, "I'll take a smaller press room. I don't care." And he disrespected Serena, and I have not forgiven him since. So, just want to throw that out there. I am not the yeah, biggest I'm, team
0: fan. I'm not mad at that. Um, <laughs> and I whatever, was a
1: fan of him before. For I liked whatever his reason. Game
0: for whatever reason. I have found space to forgive him or my mind just does not go. When I think of him, it doesn't go Mm -hmm. straight to that instance. Mm -hmm. Don't know why that's like that for me, but that's kind of how we were talking about. Like we have different experiences and perspectives on tennis. So I don't hate him. I actually kind of feel bad for him, especially in his trajectory. Let me double back a little bit and say that I understand how like, Serena fans or just people in general could could have a takeaway from that moment and be like "Mm, Dominic team mm, a little we can do without you completely get that but just as far as tennis wise like how you were talking about just tennis with Justine and and stuff like that he's very talented and enjoyable to watch Mm -hmm. it's just that the past six months for him have been probably some of the lowest points of his career and it doesn't get any it doesn't look any brighter with him pulling out of Wimbledon with this wrist issue that he picked right. up like last week. So
1: it is so crazy to me that like, as a tennis player, you do all of this work and you achieve your goal and it sends you into this, like it kind of put him in a dark place. Like he won the U.S. It wasn't immediately. immediately achieved. It wasn't no. immediate,
0: but it happened. Yeah. It
1: happened. Like he was like the expectations, like, and I, I, he said something in an interview that was so interesting to me. He was like, I worked my whole career to achieve this. And then I achieved it. And I don't know what else to do. Like, he's like, I don't know where to go from here. And you know, as professional athletes, you t- these, well, you know, win another one, win more. But he was like, I did what I came to do. What do I do now? And he's kind of been struggling getting that motivation back. And you know that, yeah, this wrist injury is not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's good that he pulled out. I think it's good that this happened in hindsight because I think he needs to just focus on come defending on hindsight. You US love that Open. word, <laughs> you know. Um, I think he needs to focus on defending the U.S. Open because to me, he also wasn't a favorite at Wimbledon, anyways.
0: Yeah, um, this, it was never going to be his best surface. No. Nobody really saw him as a threat to win, even if he was going to be in the draw. No shade to Dominic no Team. It's just no shade. that, yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. Health health, and prosperity to him because I do like having him in the mix of tennis because right. he's one of the ones that can actually, when it's time to match up with Rafa Nadal, Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, any of the big guys, they take Dominic team seriously and the matches usually are pretty good to watch in my opinion. Right.
1: Definitely um, agree.
0: So... That's those are the two main names that are not going to be playing a couple Bobs and ends. Uh, Stan Warrenka also won't be playing. Uh, Daveed a secret favorite um, of mine. Uh, he's, a, he's a favorite of yours, Stan Wawrinka? A, a
1: secret favorite of mine. I do love Warrenka. Um, I love his game, I love his power. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, again, he's been struggling with his form, but like just he he's a secret favorite of mine.
0: I, I appreciate Stan Warrenka and I appreciate, I feel like I'm going to appreciate him even more this is not to sound morbid, but when, like, he calls time on his career, what he's been able to do amidst who Mm. he's been playing with is very, very, it's going to be easy to appreciate. Him and Andy Murray are going to be kind of in that same boat, but Andy Murray is playing in this draw. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's get into people who are actually playing, because we talked enough about people that have withdrawn already. (laughs) So the very number one at the very top of the draw for 2021 we have the world number one's player, Novak Djokovic. Your fave. I'm here to talk about it. Let's get is into he, it. Is he really my fave? Is that <laughs> what we're gonna start off this uh, episode talking about? Mm, that's what, That's was... that's, a,
1: that's what. We, that's how we're gonna start. <laughs> you know, what, oh. I feel. I feel. I feel in your spirit of spirits that you just love
0: him. <laughs> oh my God! I just. I'm working on it, and I, I remember we, we we were texting maybe yesterday or something, and I kind of gave you the analogy of how I feel about Novak Djokovic currently. Um. He is like the red light in a traffic light for me. I I am very much so aware of him, mm-hmm. and I respect him. I know, mm-hmm. I know what he's there, and I know what his purpose is for. Mm-hmm. I appreciate him in his own right, but at the same time, if I'm trying to get somewhere... <laughs> he gets in the way. 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 He gets on my nerves at the same time. But it's also a mutual respect because I'm gonna stop because who I mean I don't want a ticket. I don't I don't want. I don't want, <laughs> and I, don't want a, I don't want my car to get run over or run over I somebody else. <laughs> I don't want that smoke. I don't want we that don't, smoke. We don't want it. So like so it's, the thing it's, is, it's respected. It's just respected from over there.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, because I, I I am in no means a fan of him at all at all. But I respect his talent on the court. I don't like him. I don't like personality wise. To me, he's a bit of a douchebag. It's so crazy because
0: I've been listening to other podcasts about him, and everybody that says that they know him would describe him as a sweetheart. And I can I can kind of see what angle they have on that, but I can also see this. Mm.
1: So here's my thing about Djokovic. For years, I don't know, I've never been like a super fan of any of the big three. Like, I respect Federer for what he does, he's the maestro. I respect Nadal for what he does, he's the bull. I respect Djokovic, but I've never been like a diehard fan for any of them. My issue with Djokovic is I feel like Djokovic has, for the past maybe eight to 10 years, wanted to be as important as Nadal and Federer when it comes to international recognition, that sometimes to me, he does stupid things off of the court to get attention that is negative like him having that tournament in Serbia um, in the middle of the pandemic and then not following any of the guidelines and then people getting COVID him he getting COVID his wife getting COVID like he said some very disrespectful things this whole what is this club they're trying to form against AT- oh, this A- the ATP oh, this God. little this like PPPA, I, it- what, I hate to. I, I, I hate to give I give it was The, the, the ABC Club. I don't, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it
0: is. So like he just, he just it's to me he just to get does. Wings. It's starting to get wings. That and thing I'm not. Boring. I'm
1: not gonna say. I'm not gonna say it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes good ideas start off as bad because they're not well thought through. Like mm-hmm. it was just thrown out there mm-hmm. without to, to me without any rhyme or reason of what they wanted to do. So I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I cannot deny that the man is talented. And I've been, honestly, I've been saying this for years. Um, and at, at comment my beard knows, I've been saying this for years, that he was going to end with the most slams. Um, and I've been saying it for years, that Serena needs to let that stress of 24 from Margaret Court go. Because, because people not worried about that. But yeah. not even, not only are people not worried about that. I think she needs to be worried about Djokovic because I've been saying for years, mm. Djokovic is coming for Nadal, he's coming for Federer, and he's coming for Serena because he is what thirty-four and mm-hmm. still a favorite in every slam. Like and Nadal this is a favorite at Nadal is a favorite at the French, and then he is respected at the others. Mm-hmm. Djokovic is a legitimate favorite at every slam.
0: That's crazy.
1: He, I've been saying it for years that he's gonna end his career with the most slams on the men's side. Oh I just hope he doesn't pass Serena. Oh my god, he is. I, he is. Unless he gets injured tomorrow, like unless you were, unless unless you were making an announcement today on your podcast that you were about to go find a way to <laughs> injure Djokovic.
0: <laughs> I'm and not gonna I your to. Heart in him. Mm-mm. I'm not gonna put that out in the atmosphere. You're not I'm gonna me. do it. You're not gonna do not, it. I, I told you. I respect him. I don't want that smoke. I don't want the smoke. I just basically what I'm gonna have to do, and what I was thinking about when you were speaking to me just now, is how my I'm gonna have to just swallow this one. I You're just have to. I'm, I'm gonna have to swallow it. You're and, gonna have to. And that's this is gonna be that because Djokovic is gonna be the player. It, it looks like. I don't want to be the person that be like that that cuts him off at the knees and thinks that he's not going to be a good player just because I don't personally care for his personality or his game style. But I have to respect what he's literally doing on the court. So,
1: and here's the thing about me. I am a very – oh, I try my best to be a very unbiased tennis fan. I try my even best to but it's hard. Even <laughs> if I don't like you – it is hard. But even hard. if I don't like you, it doesn't mean I won't drag you or say shady stuff. But I still will respect your ability because I made. I said I tweeted during the French Open: if Djokovic wins the French Open, the conversation about GOAT on the men's side has to change. I don't like it, but I said if Djokovic wins the, the, the French this Open, ain't, this
0: ain't the Djokovic podcast. This ain't. This ain't
1: you, the okay, you, you know what? Let me let me sip on my water because you're right. <laughs> let me let me let me stop because I'm I'm here singing his praise like I'm a stand.
0: because I he's the number one seed, and in, in all likelihood, yes. he will probably be holding the trophy for. A third consecutive time because he is the 2018 and 2019 champion he comes in here with a boatload of confidence he just made a doubles final even though he pulled out of the final because his partner allegedly had a foot injury in Mallorca Mm -hmm. and he has the track record on grass and like I just referenced the doubles final he's been getting those golden match wins even albeit on doubles on the doubles court he's been having practice currently on grass in 2021 so looking at his draw. I don't draw, want him to win. I don't want I mean, him to win, but looking at his draw. I looking mean, at his draw, and, 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 and again with the respect thing, a number one seed in in a, in a Grand Slam tournament, for all intents and purposes, deserves... have a good draw. Yeah, should have a good draw. They don't always do that to Serena when she was number one seed, but we're not going to talk about that today.
1: That's, we can talk about it if you want to, but you know, Mm-mm, maybe not, not today. today. Okay,
0: Not today, because you and I both know when she was number one seed. I was actually just watching on her old Wimbledon uh, videos and she had to go through Venus, as Sheripova, and Muguruza. But we ain't gonna talk. We not. Okay. not when when about it. Serena was
1: when Serena was a number one seed at Grand Slam, she would have to play the number two seed in the first round. Okay, I, <laughs> so it made me upset. Did. I got I got
0: <laughs> so tired of it. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I'm dead. But uh, back to Djokovic and his cake walk of a draw. He opens with a person that is flying the British flag, in Jack Draper, John Draper. I'm looking That's at it. <laughs> Who? Jack. <laughs> oh, Jack. Oh, I, I thought you said Maratoglu. I was like, he he in the Maratoglu Academy, Academy too. So everybody in the Maratoglu. Everybody. Everybody be at everybody yes. be at Maratoglu. <laughs> but if you if you look at Djokovic's draw just on paper, there are really no names that pop out that look no. like he would get any trouble. The, when the highest seed next to you in your second of the draw is Maufis. Malfi's has been looking. Ooh, I don't want to. Like, well, you said raggedy. I said it. I said it raggedy. <laughs> He's been looking at Malfi. <laughs> I'm not. Not a who <laughs> Looking like a monsoon. Not a not Malfi. I'm Malfi. And, I, I'm and, on and <laughs> I. I just. I feel bad for the guy too. Um, because he was finally just getting the strides of stuff before this pandemic came and reaped his ugly head. He was mm-hmm. like, when was the last time he, he had won he had like, like tournament Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. And almost won and almost beat Djokovic in the next tournament he played.
1: Had match, had match points.
0: Mm-hmm. So like yep. he, his, he was getting his tennis game together and it's just, when he came back, it wasn't the same. So he's the number thirteen seed. Monfils is, and he opens up with uh, an Australian qualifier, O'Connell. At this rate, yeah, at this rate, everybody can uh, possibly get a win over Monfils. Hate to say that, and I do think um, if he doesn't start to find some kind of confidence or joy in the game, which I think he will, especially as we see more tournaments start to say that they're going to have full stands like the U S open later on. And we know how, a, a a a um, a stadium or fan interaction can kind of energize him. Hopefully right. that happens because I don't want to see his career kind of do what it's doing now. That's kind of sad, but at the current moment, not, would not be surprised if he, you know, loses early in this tournament because grass is right. also not his favorite surface and he doesn't have the confidence. So, you know, silently pulling for him just realistically it doesn't look great for him especially if he's in the same section as Novak Djokovic so I fully intend for or I fully expect for Novak Djokovic to get through his section onto that quarterfinal to Mm -hmm. possibly face Alexander Rublev yes I would be interested Uh, in how Rublev
1: did you give give him a whole new first name
0: isn't it Alexander
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not a whole new first day. Andre. <laughs> Andre Rublev. Andre Rublev. <laughs> 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 Not. I, re- I gave him a whole new name. Yes. Rename <laughs> this whole man.
0: <laughs> Andre Rublev. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Rublev. You deserve better for me. He looks like somebody. Have you seen the X Men movies before? Mm-hmm. Do you know when it went to first class and it was the guy that had the um. He had the ability to have um, sound waves from his throat. Yes, yes. Don't he look like Rublev? Yes, yes. I know I'm not crazy. There's somebody out there listening to this. Look up the cast of that movie, X-Men First Class, and find the actor, the actor's name, and then that's who Rublev looks like. Do a side-by-side and send it to me. (laughs) But yes. Rublev is in the section underneath. uh, Mm -hmm. Andre Rublev is in the section right underneath Novak Djokovic. I have him penciled in to reach that quarterfinal as well. What about you in that section round, uh, Djokovic?
1: Now, I do have him penciled in to the quarters as well.
0: Um, okay. To me, he's a bit of a toss-up
1: because mm. I think Ru- Rublev has game. He has talent. He's been playing well all year, honestly. But if you think about it, he came into the clay season as one of the favorites and lost in the first round of the French Open. So
0: He got I a tough draw. In- I will say that. He, he got did. a tough draw. He, he got did. Jan de who's also... Now Jan de has a tough draw, but we'll get, we'll get to him.
1: <laughs> he does have a tough draw, but I I do have him in my quarterfinals. But I, he's someone that I'm going to watch closely because on a on a bad day, he can
0: sometimes, you know... His he can make tennis clicking. look hard. Yes. He can make tennis look hard, but, yes. the, but also make it look easy because he mm-hmm. has the kind of game where it's just like point and shoot and you know what you're going to get, but when it's not clicking... It's right, like right. the it's like the batteries come out of the robot and the robot just no functional.
1: And it's almost like he he when he's not his weapons when his weapons are not clicking, you realize how mediocre his game is.
0: Ooh, ooh Lord Jesus Christ! Not you call this so, boy mediocre?
1: Oh, absolutely not. Because you know, I I I can barely I can keep I can't win a, a game off of him. But I mean, I'm yeah, just thinking I, about I like, through the grass the season. <laughs> no, through the grass season, I just feel like. I think he has he has what it takes. So I do have him in Pennsylvania. He did make the now.
0: final. of Halle. He lost to Ugo Humbert, Humber, who will but get you in this podcast. But
1: in, in that in that match, you saw when things are not clicking, how ordinary he can look. Um, so
0: you, you did have I, call it call it? I call it mediocre and ordinary. ordinary. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Let me get off let me get off Rublev. In the top
1: quarter, I have I do have Djokovic and Rublev. Yes. So
0: we, he he's good enough. Good enough to get through his section. The other yeah. highest seed in his section is Diego Schwartzman. Schwartzman, although I do enjoy watching Schwartzman play. He, me too. He is a feisty character. He plays Benoit Pair in the first round. I probably would if I'm if I'm sitting down not doing anything, I might put that match on my tennis channel plus and have it playing on my iPad or something. Just for I entertainment won't. value. Just for entertainment. I won't. I can't. I can't with Benoit Pair right now. I can't. I know I, I completely I, I I said those sentiments. Also, I, I skipped over him in this section is the 19 seed Yannick Center from Italy. Um I, I yes. I, another person, he's only 19. He's a 19 seed, so he's been having a really good season for the lack of experience he has. I just don't have him penciled in to get past Rublev or cause any no. major threats because he's kind of like he's not. He's in a way he's cooled off a little bit because he had he some. Yes, he, he had some wiggle room when Djokovic, Nadal, and Roger really weren't on the scene like that. Mm-hmm. But since they've worked their way back into the tournaments. And he's faced Djokovic and Nadal a couple of times, they've still proven, he's proven himself to still have things to work on, which is not a bad thing because he's 19.
1: Because he did, a good, like, he, he got to the finals of Miami, mm-hmm. but you can tell at 19, he's one of the 19-year-olds that still reveres the big three. Like, he mm-hmm. looks at them like, oh, I can't beat them.
0: But child, they um, be practicing with him every week.
1: <laughs> but sometimes I don't know if that practicing with every week, it really helps the younger player.
0: Mm. Because because then you're giving,
1: you're giving the more developed and more advanced player tips into your game. Mm-hmm. So I don't even I don't know if that benefits him. But yeah, I, I do have him penciled in to make a good run. I also don't think he's going to get past um, Rublev. But I, I, he's one of my secret faves to, to keep an eye on. And he okay. plays sovics. That in the first round you know i just want to say that because of shout out like um was it tennis tennis and locks she that's her favorite player she thinks oh, he's so on attractive Twitter, tennis
0: and locks every, lock. so every
1: time every time he plays that tweet i tweet her so shout her out like he um center plays her favorite play in the first round he gonna okay. lose but you know I'm,
0: I'm dead i'm dead that should be a tough little match again another little popcorn match that i wouldn't mind putting up on my ipad um but it probably won't make uh center court first uh or court number one scheduling so moving on to the other top four seed number three seed Sitsipas. we're in his section of the draw and i'm gonna post i'm probably gonna say this again i'm gonna post the draw so everybody listening can follow along so number three seed stefano Sitsipas. he comes in off of confidence of making the final in the french open
1: person
0: personal personal um stuff aside I think he should carry and i say personal stuff aside because he announced the day of the final his grandmother passed um mm-hmm. but he seems to be i, I use the word seems because i don't know him uh but just from what right. he shows us to the public on socials and and just the internet and stuff like that he seems to be dealing with it apparent apparently okay um he has i would say a tricky it, oof, Lord you are, you,
1: are, you are being so nice and i love it i love it i love it, I love it. <laughs>
0: His first round matchup is against Francis Tiafo. Now, I am going to be watching that match. I'm not going to be watching that match expecting Tiafo to come out with a win. Do I think mm-hmm. Tiafo will be out there pumping his chest, saying let's go, and maybe giving us some highlight reel points? Possibly. Do I think point in point out that that's going to be a magnificent match? Could it be? Yes. Will it be? Probably not. Hmm, so and I'm giving Tiafo a lot. I'm giving tiapo <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm giving Tiapo credit because he did oh Lord, maybe I'm giving him too much credit. Tiafo did just win a challenger not that long ago on grass. He also he also two weeks ago, the following week he also lost to a wild card from Britain.
1: Mm-hmm but he won he won two matches and was in a seven match grass court win streak which is challenger or not you know if he won those matches he mm-hmm. showed up and, and he like played and like we in said football. earlier
0: grass court wins gold or grass court mm-hmm. wins mm-hmm.
1: so <coughs> hey so a t- t- couple of things that I might I might not agree on um so seeds pass i will be honest is seeds pass a pick of mine to make the quarters yes Mm -hmm. I picked him out of the talent and what he's capable of doing, but I'm a little nervous to see how he's going to rebound off of that French Open because Mm -hmm. you said it was like, you know, a good French Open run. It was great. His first Grand Slam final, but how is he going to rebound emotionally from that two sets to love lead? That's hard. You know,
0: when me and second serves talked about the French Open, Mm -hmm. if you haven't gone back to listen to the episode, you should. I don't know if I touched on this, but he shouldn't have the same kind of two set guilt that Alexander Zverev had at the US Open because he lost to Djokovic. Like history is going history shouldn't be too harsh on him on that one. Right. Because Djokovic, like we said earlier, is probably gonna end up with the most Grand Slams. So it'll probably just be a footnote in people talking about Sissipa being an eventual Grand Slam champion that he mm-hmm. lost his first one to Novak Djokovic, which is not like that's you know, like it's Novak right. Djokovic. So whatever. I think he'll be fine. I'm, I'm, I I hope he is because I I like I I genuinely like Cesar
1: Surpass's game. I think he's mm-hmm. super talented. He's clearly one to of cut the standout players this year.
0: Not I want him to his cut his hair. hair. I've, I probably, I, want, I, probably have, I probably have said that on my podcast a couple of times. I want him to cut his hair. Dang, not his whole hair. You know how Roger Federer cut his hair and all the stuff that are happening with him in his life. He, he also took that horrible blonde dye job out. That helped too. Well, I think. I think 65 is naturally a little. Well, no, I'm talking
1: about Federer. Federer had that horrible blonde. Oh well, yeah, dye it,
0: but I mean, it was the yes. 80s and 90s or or whatever, you know. But yeah, I, did I you think take Federer back to the 80s? That's when he was born, wasn't he? <laughs> he is an 80s baby. I'm not reaching. You're, you're right. <laughs> he, he is turned, an 80s baby. He's turning 40 in a couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> but no, I I think Cipaz will get through. Um, I think. F- T.F.O. TFO has been somebody that has been very frustrating for me as a fan throughout his career, because I also followed him throughout his junior career. And I'm going to be very honest. I don't. Yes, I'm I'm, I don't typically follow people through their junior careers. But when I see a young black player who is showing out like I followed T.F.O., I followed Young, I followed Monfield, I followed Felix. I knew Felix before Felix was Felix. Like, I followed him through it. And TFO has talent, but it just has not translated to the pro tour. I think TFO, I've said this before. I said it on the Clubhouse episode that you invited me to. He reminds me he is a young Mon Fields. He is more about the flash in the pan and not about being consistent. I think TFO has not focused enough on improving his game. He has no big weapons. Um, He just enjoyed playing big points here or there and running around, bouncing around, and being all juicy on the court. Um, Not juicy. (laughs) I said what I said. We see how TFO can like just go out of matches. Um, so I think that's gonna be a very straightforward if if Tia TF- if C Sapach is emotionally together, that'll be a straightforward win for him.
0: You don't think it'll go five sets?
1: Hell no. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what in the interest of time i'm gonna keep it pushing because he's in a section of the draw that titsipas i believe he should get through to make a quarterfinal the men's side honestly you could honestly just put a seed next to his seed yes. and kind of yes. expect the higher seed to win to win seven times out of ten eight times out of ten on the men's side you, so you're right we, we honestly have spent too much time them. <laughs> you're oh, right we're giving
1: him too much of energy so yeah
0: hands? uh Humping down, not humping down, jumping down. Shapovalov is in that section. I am going to give, I'm giving grace to the Canadian. Shout out to Felix who just mentioned. Shapovalov and and Felix, I think they really should enjoy the grass court tennis. Maybe not now in their career. Hopefully Shapovalov. Shapovalov has quietly been on tour for a little while now and is not really really shown himself to be competitive with the other guys he's still Mm -hmm. young he's still like not even 23 23 i I, I want to see some strides in him and i think the athleticism in he Chappell and felix should prove well on grass and they have grass court wins coming in Chappell has a tricky opening round match against cole schreiber But he's in a section that also includes Andy Murray. They could possibly meet in third round. (sighs) The highest seed there is Batista Agu, who was a 2018, I believe, Roland Girls, Wimbledon semifinalist, and he plays really, really flat. I I pencil chop the ball up to get through, maybe more heart than head. Hopefully, I'm right. We, I probably won't be,
1: though. <laughs> I I went out on a limb, and for the first time, I, I'm i going to be all in on the Canadians. And I penciled Shapovalov and Felix into the quarterfinals. I think this is going to be their gra- the grandson when they make the, a quarterfinal run. So normally, I don't pick Shapovalov. He's never on my fantasy list. But for some reason, I, I looked at the draw, and I was like, I think this could be where he might sneak through. Um so I, I agree i have him in the quarters as well
0: okay I, I'm, we can touch and agree on that one how about that the bottom half of the draw let's start at the very very bottom with the number two seed medvedev he has a very interesting first round match because he just lost this player that we mentioned earlier Jan yonder true mm-hmm. they played an interesting matchup in holly a couple weeks ago on grass. Stroop got the better of him but Medvedev has also come back and he just won a title today as we're like as we recorded this today earlier he won in Mallorca over Sam Querrey thank God he won that match because (sighs) Okay so it's not just me (laughs) Good one for Sam Querrey shout out to you shout out to everybody I'm glad you had fun but I'm also glad Medvedev beat him in straight sets to win that title Me too (laughs) And all things considered, Medvedev has a decent run. He he hasn't shown himself to be a grass court player, but I think Medvedev is trying to become an all-court player. Because he sees how close he is to getting to number one, he's trying to really get his stuff together and get his name on one of these Grand Slam plates. Not saying it's going to be this one, but I also would not be shocked if we see him in the final week.
1: And I think also we have to realize that Medvedev is not the same player he was the last time Wimbledon was happening. In 2019, Medvedev was nowhere near the player he is today. His confidence is skyrocketing. He wants to prove he is not just, he is kind of like the female version of Osaka.
0: Where mm. he, people,
1: people only see him as a threat on hard court. Mm. And I think he's trying to change that narrative. Like, and even with him making his first run to the quarterfinals at Roland Garros, he's never one of. A... <laughs> and I love how he trolls himself. Like, after yes. he won his first run at the French Open, he was like, I'm going to win trick at the French Open. Like, I love how he <laughs> trolls himself. Like, to me, him, that first loss against Struff was telling, but also it's somebody who is not comfortable on grass, playing their first match on grass in two years. He came mm. back to Mallorca, took a last minute wild card, number one seed, won the title. So to me, I don't, I don't see anyone stopping him. And it, I am a little biased because he's a secret fave of mine because I love. am not how mad he at it. Take, he, does, he doesn't take himself too seriously, mm-hmm. um, so I don't see him anybody stopping him. And I, I was, mm,
0: if, if somebody's gets gonna to the stop quarterfinals,
1: I would love for it to be him.
0: If he gets to the quarterfinals and plays Roger Federer, this is assuming. Because that that's who would... That's the slate of quarterfinals. Roger Federer is the number six seed. And, and if seeds hell, that's who they would meet in the quarterfinal. I would be interested to watch it. But that would also require Roger Federer to be playing well. And so we yeah, haven't talked about him at all yet. And,
1: Which is fine with me.
0: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, we have talked about Roger. We talked about respecting him. But what we talked <laughs> about... <laughs> Yeah, the big three. We, do,
1: we, we, do, we, we respect him. You know, I, I love, I, I love running around in subtle shade.
0: Yeah, I'm nothing wrong with subtle shade. We love subtle shade here at this podcast. <laughs> I, you know, he,
1: he, is, he is a big favorite fave of mine. I do want him to stop Djokovic. Like, I would love to see him yes. in the final of the Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Djokovic gets to, which I feel like the top half is based on his level, it's pretty just open for Djokovic, Djokovic to run through. I would love for Medvedev to win his first slam here. So he is he's my secret dark horse to win the whole thing, um, but he's definitely my quarterfinal pick.
0: Okay, okay, okay. And then do you think Roger Federer is going to hold his seat and get to the quarterfinal? Because his section of the draw includes Cam Nori, and Cam Nori is a secret one for me that's been playing well. And I, if Sam – if Sam – if Cam Nori gets to the projected third round that – is he supposed to, to play Roger Federer and they put that on a show court because he's a Brit, which they probably will. Mm-hmm. If that becomes physical, I don't know how Roger Federer's body is going to react. It reacted well in that fourth round mm-hmm. match with Dominic is it,
1: Kupfer. Is that shit because he pulled out of the French Open? Yeah. His body, yeah. His body it's just me being
0: realistic. It's me being realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, in, also, using his words—not against him, but taking his words in consideration—he he doesn't feel that confident. He he doesn't come off that he feels super confident in his body to go five sets. The Dominic Kupfer match wasn't five sets; it was four sets. Had it gone to five sets, we might have seen the the. I guess the what, what, what word am I reaching for here? we would have seen the reality of what I'm trying to trying to discuss. Right. It's like his right. body breaking down on him. That's kind of why he pulled out the next round because he probably thought that in his head, like, ooh, child. <laughs> I can't keep up with these boys anymore. So Grass is- gives him an advantage because he's comfortable there and the points are traditionally, even though that damn grass is sometimes slowed in clay, um, especially once they chew it up in the back, in like the back seven feet of the court or whatever. Right.
1: And you're playing <laughs> on dirt, essentially. Um <laughs> Here's 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 a weird thing, and here's what I don't want to have happen. I do have Federer penciled in as the other quarterfinalist in this section, out of respect for his name, out of his respect for his history at Wimbledon, and the fact that he has timed this comeback to be ready for Wimbledon. But I am a little slick nervous about Samantha Query coming through that section. I'm a little... I don't know why you laughing. I'm just trying to say a man's name. I'm a little nervous. Uh uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. I'm not. I'm not playing
0: with you, and we getting out of this section because we have other men <laughs> to put into the quarterfinals. <laughs>
1: okay. But that's that's my dark horse about him coming through that section. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that I, I'm not a fan of Query. Query. Query lost me a couple of years ago, but I I just want to throw that out there that I'm a little worried about that.
0: Ooh, moving right along. We already said we both picked uh Felix R J Ali Seem, to get through the quarterfinals. I believe it. Please come on. Rem- remember who you are. Remember <laughs> who you are. <laughs> so foolish. I also think it could happen for him. He's in the same section of the draw with number four seed, Alexander Zverev, who, who Alexander Zverev is taking very similar routes to me as like Novak Djokovic, as far as being yes. like. Kinda of a villain in the sport in some sort of ways. I don't want to get all. I don't want to get all into it because I just don't. But mm-hmm. grass doesn't seem to be his most preferred surface. He actually lost to Hugo Umber, who's in this section of the draw as well. Umber plays Nick Kyrgios in the very first round, which is a rematch mm-hmm. of their early round match in Australia, a popcorn match. Because I
1: can't wait
0: to see it. Do we want to sit here and talk about Nick Kyrgios? I have time. I have time. Do you have time talking about time. Nick Kyrgios? I, I have time. I don't know. I don't know where he get off thinking that he can just take a break from tennis, sit up on Twitter, play his PlayStation Xbox 360, and come back to him with him whenever he's ready. I, I have I have trouble digesting that as a fan of tennis, mm-hmm. not a fan of his, just a fan of tennis. Mm-hmm. However, I cannot say that. In the sport that we're in, the sport that gets labeled easily as boring, I see how he's good for the sport. I just wish the attitude that he keeps on his on his shoulders, the chip on his shoulder, came with wins because it would be easier for me to digest. If you really were out here, like, coming on the court and clearing people whenever you wanted to, I could see it. But you are not even seated at this tournament, sir. <laughs> you, Sorry. like, I just, it's, it's it's hard to really, really be, on the Kyrios train, not that I need to be, but it's hard to see somebody with that much talent, just do whatever the hell he want with it. You know, like, it feels like, it feels like everybody sees a blessing and like you are really who we want to see do well in tennis, but you can give a rat's ass about it. He takes it for granted. He gets in, you say he gets it his his own way? He
1: he gets in his own way, he takes it for granted. So here's my thing about Kyrios. I have Felix coming through this quarter because I love Felix and I want to support him. But Curious is my legit dark horse. Like, I hear you. Curious has not played, it seems, since 2015. Um, <laughs> and he's showing up at Wimbledon and already talking trash. Where literally in his interview, he said, nobody wants to play me in the first round and I can show up and beat half of these guys. He didn't any say any that. Day. He,
0: he said, didn't say he said,
1: that. he said, I can show up and beat 50% of the guys in his draw oh any day. God.
0: So here's, here's And he can show up and, and, show up and pull Venus Williams into the mixed doubles draw. Child. Here's what
1: I like about Kyrgios for the, for the game of tennis, Child. where it took me some years to begin digesting him. I had to accept the fact that Kyrgios does not want to be great we have to understand that everybody doesn't want to be federer everybody doesn't want to be nadal everybody doesn't want to be Djokovic. some people just want to play tennis live their best life and have fun kirios has the talent where if he had the focus of the big three let me tell you who wouldn't be at 2020 20, and 19 the big three.
0: Oh, he for somebody that came on the scene in 2014 he's had enough opportunity to create yes. drama and stop it yes. if he wanted to, he he's he's played them <laughs> like yes, and he and he has a winning record over Djokovic. Mm-hmm. He's he's been
1: all of them. He to me. Him if him and a healthy Del Potro Ooh. would have stopped the big three from all of the slams that they
0: have. I was just watching a Del Potro match and I think he was playing the semifinals of Wimbledon and he was playing Djokovic and I'm just like, man, if this guy just had health on his side, because he, he has the focus and the drive. He has he, he has, has the focus. You can yep. see the heart he has to be a champion. It's just he's gotten bitten by the injury bug too many times. Over and over. If that was curious. If that wasn't the case, he'd be having – he would definitely be having – Multiple slams, multiple and he's slams. And he's not in this draw, unfortunately, either one. But I think –
1: I'm, I'm intrigued to see what curious is doing because – let me tell you something about curious curious could have secretly been training this whole time and come and show us all up, or curious could have literally been drinking beer this whole time and still show up.
0: That's what it's plan. given. Think, it's given he, beer so and we, PS4. We,
1: we, don't, we don't know. But here's the thing. Real talk, real tea, with beer and PS4, he can still show up and beat a lot of these guys and i i have and he gonna him show
0: up and beat umbear
1: i have him beating Umber, <laughs> i do which i feel bad for umbear because he had a great run in the grass tournament in Holly. but i have him beating Umber. we'll see if i'm right or wrong but i i curious is my pick for that match
0: the only section of this men's draw before we move on to the women that we have not talked about is the section that includes Mateo barattini who, if you have not been paying attention, if you're one of those people that only watch the Grand Slams every four years, which I hope not every four years, I love sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. if you've been paying attention to tennis, which is what I wanted to say, you should know that Berrettini is getting his mm-hmm. game together. He's won two titles this season, the last mm-hmm. of which was on grass in London and mm-hmm. Queen's Club. He barely dropped serve in that tournament. He beat all the Britons, not Britons, mm-hmm. the Br- the Brits in that tournament. He's the odds favorite. Like, well, he's a, like, he's amongst the top three in the odds maker's mm-hmm. favorites to lift the trophy. He has an interest in first round. I did not know the player that he plays in the first round, Ghetto uh Paya made mm-hmm. the quarterfinals in 2019. I would have mm-hmm. got that wrong. Who wants to be a millionaire? I promise you. I'd have been like, who? <laughs> who and who? <laughs> but they play in the first round. His section is very open, I would think, to make a quarterfinal. The highest seed next to him is R- Rude, rude. At Casper 12. Rude, I, who I enjoy Casper Rude quietly, and I like putting quietly behind his name because his name is Casper. You get it? Oh, I see. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I get it. <laughs> quietly, I, got, quietly, I got it quietly. Casper, but I really enjoy. It. I really enjoy him. I would not mind seeing them meet up in the fourth round. That's like a very next generation after people I want to see retire get out of here. Maybe that's a mm-hmm. Grand Slam final or some final moving forward. Um, but I think Berrettini has the confidence. Like you were saying with Medvedev, this is not the same Berrettini that, that played the 2019 Wimbledon. Because he he made a good run in that Wimbledon, but he lost to Roger Federer because he was kind of awestruck in the moment. Exactly. Hopefully he has the confidence and on paper and just watching him play, I think he does have the confidence of a top player that knows he could take advantage of this draw and do some damage. Pick up a nice little check for Wimbledon if you want to. <laughs> I, I, don't see, I don't see anybody stopping him in the section of the draw. Um, John Isner there.
1: Did you really – are we really going to – I refuse we to take part. We ain't got to talk about it no more if you don't want I'm, to, John. I'm not, giving, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving him any of my energy. You know, he and he, that lost, on that. he lost me a long time ago. That's dead um, that on that. Two of my favorites in that section, which are seeded players as well as Karatsev and Rude. I mm-hmm. love I love Karatsev's and the fact that his calves are like a whole different human being. Um, <laughs> Somebody called me the other day and I was like, god "Damn, he really are all big." Yes, yeah. um, and I love I love the quietness in Rue's game and his ability. And if you don't keep up with tennis, you will not realize he's one of the next gen. He's only twenty two, so he's still he, super young.
0: He's finding his footing on grass. Yeah, he, he was. He's much more. Uh, comfortable on the clay courts but I think clay court being comfortable on clay court tennis even though I don't love clay court tennis is one of the services that can translate to the yes. hard courts and grass compared to the other way around
1: so I think that's why I I just see Berrettini coming through that section unscathed and then getting to the quarters
0: so we got our quarter finalists. Do you want to list yours off again, just so the, the listeners know who we expect to be in the second week of this tournament? Cause yeah. we to talk about the finals because.
1: So, yeah. So for me in the top half, I have Djokovic facing Federer. Tsitsipas okay. facing Shapovalov, which is a, a, this is me going out on a limb with Shap- Shapo. <laughs> um, Berrettini facing Felix. Me, Felix, remember who you are. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then Federer facing Medvedev. Only okay. because Federer, Federer, respecting Federer for his history, but I wouldn't be surprised if Query comes through that section.
0: You giving Query a lot. I'm gonna give my quarterfinalists, and they are in the in the uh, way that the brackets and the draw have shown themselves to be. I got Djokovic facing Rublev. Mm-hmm. I have Tsitsipas facing Chapovalov. I have Berrettini facing Al-Yassin, and I have Cam Nori facing Medvedev come on oh, damn
1: nori for
0: the upset yeah i think i'm confident with that will it be like that don't hold my don't hold my hand to the fire but if you want to hold my hand to the fire and come on twitter and tell me how you thought i was loud and wrong by all means do it because that's what i'll do anyway <laughs> so i think that's just about it for the men's side of the draw we gave them much more th- more time than I thought we would, but it's okay. Oh, same it's, thing. it's, it's, but it's okay. It's okay. It was.
1: It was. It's it was tennis. a good chit chat. Yeah. It was.
0: It was a good. It, it was a nice little chit chat. Let's get into the women's draw though, because the women's draw is where I think <laughs> that's what a real mess be at. <laughs> the
1: messiest of messes <laughs> about to happen. It's about to be the. And
0: I wish, messiest like I,
1: really was, I, I wish it wasn't like
0: that. I really wish. I wish it wasn't like that. Because if I had my way, right? If I had my way, like Chrisette Michelle said. If you haven't watched the Chrisette Michelle. Episode of the Terrell Grice show, random, that just popped in my head. But she, I know the Black community has kind of canceled her, but she was, I was about to episode. Did we, then we, we get
1: rid we, of her? <laughs> did we,
0: we did, did what did we, we had to do. But Are she, we resurrecting her? Yeah, she has come to terms with her actions a little bit in my mind and she sings her face off, and she has a song called If I Have My Way. You know that song. You that song? How, how,
1: yes. How, how does she, how does she, enlighten me, because I don't know what's going on with Grissette. How has she come to her way? Come
0: the inauguration life. happened almost five years ago, and you have to hear her speak about it to really understand that she understands where she went wrong, and mm. she understands why she had to go through what she had to go through to get to where she is in her life. Mm. I know we went on a, on, a, on a strong tangent, but it's, the, yeah. It's a nice life arc to see somebody understand the error of their ways because nobody's perfect, and to mm-hmm. still see her have the god-given talent to open up her mouth in that throat box and sing. She can, better, she the can other, sing. the girls behind her or the girls in front of her now, unfortunately, don't sing like that. She can open up her mouth and just. That's, that's a that's a, a talent. That's a talent. She
1: she she can she can sing. I w- I would say she is she is and absolutely, I'll, I'll absolutely, you super, absolutely after, talented.
0: After we finish recording, I'll send you the episode because she sang her face off, and I think I've watched it twice already. And it was it dropped like maybe two weeks ago, so it's yeah. like yeah, a send, small a small bar- send, a small bench. Send it
1: to, send it to me. Quick quick tidbit about ourselves before we move on. Okay. So one of my favorite songs from before she was canceled um, <laughs> was "A Couple of Forever."s I love that song. Um, she sang that loved- song love that song and just a quick tidbit so Chrisette Michelle actually recorded that video in Savannah Georgia and at that time at Combing My Beard was working in Savannah Georgia so I actually went down to visit and I actually got to stand and take pictures in the same area where she filmed that video just had to
0: share that moment oh yes that's a good moment though that's shareable that's 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 amazing and I've been to Savannah one time I did not know that that's where she filmed that video Mm-hmm. And that's that's look at that look at look at look at stuff coming full circle. Look, full come circle. on, <laughs> Michelle. I'll be sure to put the uh, the YouTube video in the podcast description so you can know what we're talking about. But back okay. to if I have my way, okay. if I had my way, because I see Serena and Venus on opposite sides of the draw, it would be a Serena and Venus final. If I had my way, <laughs> if you
1: child, you can say if, if I, I had, had my way. way, and in a couple of forevers, <laughs> I wish. <laughs>
0: If that were to happen, one match at a time, baby, baby, one match. At you you a time. give, you, you give. Well, me two I mean, times. I'm giving a lot. You
1: giving a no, lot. One, one serve at a time. That's that's where that's honestly where I'm at.
0: I'm at one serve at a time. <laughs> You are a fool, a fool, a, a whole fool. So, but we 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 have we have gotten off of my agenda here. Let's talk about the people that are not playing before we get into who is playing. Some mm-hmm. big names to say that they're withdrawing. Um, obviously the, the number one name is Naomi Osaka. After the debacle and hot mess, not by her, not in my opinion, not by her moves or what she did what everybody else did around her after that debacle at the French open, she rightfully said that she still wants to take some time away from the court and be with her family and friends. So she pulled out of Wimbledon. She did say that she intends to play in the Olympics, which are just a couple of weeks after Wimbledon, Wimbledon completes. So it's not like she's, you know, saying forget tennis, but she is taking a break. So she would not be in this draw. Also not in this draw is a top five player. Who knows where her ranking is right now. Um, simona Halla. unfortunately she's still suffering from the calf injury she sustained in the warm-up tournament in rome before the french open i feel bad for her because i watched that match before the injury happened and she really looked comfortable on the court She, she looked good and then all of a sudden the the calf snapped or popped on her but it's interesting though when you go on her socials there's no tape on her legs, there's She's, none of that. she's playing, she's, she's, she's warming playing. up, she's practicing, she's yeah. practicing, you see her moving her legs, but she's pulled out of the tournament right before Wimbledon, Bad Hamburg, the warm-up mm-hmm. tournament that Anjali Kerber won. Who? Yeah. Um, <laughs> she pulled out of that, but complained to that same calf injury, and now she pulled out of Wimbledon, and she was the 2019 defending champion. Was so thrilled about her winning that tournament. So thrilled! It was so thrilled. Everybody was excited, yeah. but she's not playing, so she would not be defending her trophy this season. Anybody else not playing that we had to share? No, no
1: I don't think anybody's worth is worth. That's disrespectful for me to say, but no, I mean, those are the those are the two biggest names that pulled out.
0: Let me let me zoom in to make sure you're not wrong. I mean,
1: Jennifer Brady, she was an obviously respect Australian Open panelist this year, mm-hmm. but I don't think she was a favorite to get to do anything there. Um, yeah, Strumpka, she needs to stay on her band. Um, <laughs> you <Strickova>, know what? She <laughs> <laughs> needs to go ahead and just retire. Who? Um, Strickova, Barbara Strickova.
0: Oh, she already retired. Oh, she
1: officially retired?
0: What well, she said, uh, Barbara Strickova, we are not talking about her on this damn podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just not. I'm dead. Movie. I'm dead. Okay, I'm not doing it. Let's move it. on. Let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Sorry <laughs> to you. Sorry to you. The number one seed. The number one seed is ashley Barty of Australia. She is the number one player in the world. Unfortunately, she let the injury bug hit her um at the French Open, and she came up with a a little wobbly hip. um well, it happened it happened in format. rome
1: which she should not have played Rome. so pulled... two
0: things happened actually in rome mm-hmm. she was wearing like the lebron jane elbow uh you're, um, right, you're right thing and then and she came into the french open and she said something about how she came down off of a serve that let her know her hip was a little mm. achy a little it needed some bengay or something to that nature <laughs> Do they use Bengay in Australia? I don't know what they use. They use their Vegemite, which is absolutely Let me disgusting. tell me. <laughs>
1: let me say something. I was I was gonna say the same thing, but Isaac, like, I, like, I didn't want people to come at me on this podcast.
0: <laughs> I mean, everybody don't like Vegemite. It's okay. You can't fight me because I don't like Vegemite. I, I've never tried I heard, it. And I've never I heard I don't it's want horrible. yeah, I don't I have heard a it's desire horrible. to I don't have a desire but, to. <laughs>
1: when I go to the Australian Open, I'm gonna try it. Because I gotta get there. I gotta get there one time. At we,
0: least we time. will get there, friend. But I absolutely would not be trying the Vegemite. <laughs> So yeah, yeah
1: so yeah. Barty is, Barty is there. <laughs> she's back. We don't know if she's fully injured. Her kit is cute. I saw her picture oh, did She posted. Shout out to, shout out Very to. Very cute. Yvonne,
0: Yvonne gulligan Who's who Oh, is that's, who, good, that's who, that's who designed it? Well, it's inspired by Yvonne Goolagong's uh. Wimbledon outfit. And Yvonne Goolagong cawley is kind of like a, to know her name, you really got to be a fan. Of tennis. Into, yeah, a fan of tennis and really be into the historical context of it. Um, to me,
1: she's the greatest Australian tennis player to come out of Australia. Yeah, I don't know the other. I don't know the other girl. What other girl? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am kicking you off with this podcast, okay? <laughs> I'm not. We not. We not doing this. We not. <laughs> Back to Ash Barty's outfit. It did look cute. I like the throwback to Yvonne gulligan kali I just don't know um, what to ex- what to expect. Because to me, Ash Barty, and I'm not, I-, I think I've said this before, I'm not trying to shade her or like throw her under the bus when I say this. She is a really good scoop of vanilla ice cream. You cannot, you cannot go wrong with it in the summer. If you really feel like you want a helping of ice cream, get you a scoop of vanilla. I don't necessarily find myself it for her no I, I don't find myself intrigued to the journey i don't find myself needing to turn on the camera or turn on my television to watch mm-hmm. her watch to watch her matches i'm mm-hmm. cool with just seeing the results um or seeing the highlights because she mm-hmm. just doesn't have the intrigue like that but she mm-hmm. is a darn good player in her own right and she deserves that respect she plays carlos juarez navarro who is playing her final wimbledon in the first round which could be tricky because Suarez Navarro, just on paper, has always been a tricky player, especially if you're a fan of Venus, Ebony Star, Williams.
1: Child, you know, we can't stand Carlos Suarez Navarro. Oh, my God. You know what?
0: Mm-mm. I'm not going to talk about Carlos Let's
1: not, 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 not talk about that. Let's not talk about that.
0: We get... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, she is She is the first-round opponent of Ash Barty. Ash Barty, if they could have created a draw for number one seed, they created it for number one seed in Ash Barty. The highest seed next to her is the recently crowned Roland Garros champion in Barbora Krajcikova. And interestingly enough.
1: Tell it, because I was ready to say it. Tell
0: Krajikova it. has never played the main draw of Wimbledon as a single player. As a single not player, not once. She's actually, in singles, On it. only won one match in qualifying at Wimbledon in singles. However, however. Mm-hmm. I don't say that to drag her, it's just the factual stats of the matter. It's f- facts of facts. She's won Wimbledon doubles, doubles. with her partner Katarina Sanyakaba in twenty eighteen. So I think yes. there is some level of comfortability on the grass. It's just that she comes in as a huge question mark because we don't know if she's gonna pull a old school Eva Maioli or like kind of a Austin Not April. Eva Maioli, but
1: say show your tennis history.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean I go back and do my research now. Right? Come I, this, on! Like, I, you, if you I were am, wondering, if you were wondering if this podcast knew what they be talking about, there you know. <laughs> oh, I was never
1: wondering. I, I, you be, no, you be, not you. That's
0: for the listeners. <laughs> oh, for the, okay.
1: So w- <laughs> for, for me with her, it is very interesting to me because I think I think her game is the kind of game that translates well on any surface. What I'm mm-hmm. ready to see is, you know, it's always the how do you follow up the success? She was not a favorite going into the French Open. Um, She's not a big name in singles going into French Open. She's been having a great twenty twenty one. She won she Dubai,
0: mm-hmm. the finals of Dubai. Um, she won finals of Dubai and she won clay
1: tournament in Strasbourg. Yes, mm-hmm. ended up winning the French Open and in singles and doubles. So she, a woman hasn't done she, that she since Serena. She found her little hot pocket. She found her so little hot pocket. She did. How do you follow best success? So I just want to see what she's going to do. I do not have her slated to make it to the quarters because I think she might get a little overwhelmed, which is if she does, it's going to be understandable. Mm-hmm. So I I don't have her coming through this section. But then, but you
0: know what? I'm, 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 I find myself going on a tangent here. We, what we just described is kind of what Naomi Osaka was talking about. The fact that we are anticipating her to kind of have to deal with the medianess of it all circles Mm -hmm. back to what she was talking about in the first place and how it can become such a thing in your life that you need to take a break from, or you need to learn how to deal with because we didn't know this girl, Uh, the general public, like the tennis journalists, were not talking about her two Mm -hmm. months ago. So, So to go from eight weeks ago to now you're a grand slam champion seated at a grand slam that you have never played in, in singles. the, and, and to have to do pre-tournament press conferences when <laughs> they didn't give two reds about you two weeks ago to do no pre-tournament conference is a lot to go through. And it proves that sometimes the media room, those interview rooms can be a very daunting place. So if that becomes too much for her, it's honestly understandable if she doesn't deal well with the pressure. That's a lot to go from not being called upon to being called upon every five minutes.
1: One thing I love that Osaka pointed out about the press that people don't really honestly address is not just doing the press; it's that the press take it, they take it on as their job to plant seeds of doubt in your head. She like, said that. She said that. You're and annette I love when she said that because when she said that, it took me back. And she actually ended up posting the video. It took me back to the interview with Venus when she was 14, and the interviewer said, "Do you think you can beat her?" And she was like, "Yeah, I think I can beat her." Do you really? Like, you said it with such confidence. She said what she said. Why are you trying to plant that seeds of doubt? Like, my thing is just ask me about my match. So, like, interviewers, they really want to make you leave that room doubting your game. Like, and I, it, it's – it's somebody tweeted something about, like, one time Federer had a really tough loss, and he said, you know, he didn't go to the press right away. He took, like, two or three hours because he, he wanted to get himself that. together.
0: He so just did recent. it recent? In Holly, yeah. we lost and to somebody, Felix. And
1: mm-hmm. somebody everybody was like, oh, he's doing what's good for
0: him. He's like, so why why he get why he get a pat on the back? Know. We know but why y'all, wanna, y'all wanna drag us All of a sudden, everybody using the, the phrase, I'm listening to my body. But just a couple of weeks ago, when she said she was doing what was good for her body and still playing, just not Thank going you. into your press conference room, it took all four grand slams to say that girl, you better get in this press conference room and do our media conferences, or else we're going to disqualify you from the tournament.
1: So we're not, we're not going to talk we're about gonna, it because I can go, we, I, I can go on a tangent about how this, I can go, the racism and the sexism in
0: a, of it, was, it, all. it was just, yeah, I'm good on it. Um, so I actually
1: um, have in that section, I have Barty. I, I, I think I'm I don't. hoping Barty's health. I'm hoping Barty's healthy. If Barty's, <laughs> if Barty, if I wish y'all could see me, I'm doing the whole cross. Um, if Barty is healthy, I have Barty coming through, and then Azarenka, who is another let me do my cross, if she's healthy, because I swear every time I pick her to get through a section, she twists her pinky toe. Um, so I have those. You're a bold one.
0: You a bold, um, you, that's not a super Bowl pick, but a super bold pick, because Azarenka has been to the semifinals of Wimbledon before twice, actually, and she mm-hmm. usually is – if you think back into the entirety of her career, she's kind of a tough out there because her game, mm-hmm. certain parts of her game, lend well to the grass courts, and she she has been playing decent grass court tennis. She won a doubles title in the lead-up tournament in Berlin with uh, in the semis there. She mm-hmm. Yeah, she lost in the semis there. So that's you know that's that's good. That's good grass court preparedness, but she also looked like her back could seize up at any moment.
1: That's
0: and my that's I that's why I struggle with her. Yeah. I just if her back is up, it's hard to see her getting past anybody because she needs right. her good movement to get her where she needs to get to. And some other names to point out in that little quarter of the draw, Ash Barty's quarter of the draw. I do think Marta Kostuk, she plays Kiki mm-hmm. Burton's. In the first round, I have it as an upset, and I actually have Kostja. I'm making a semi-bold pick here, but it's the WTA. They do bold picks, or they bold should happen every day on the WTA. Say, every every
1: pick is a bold pick <laughs>
0: every week. I think she can actually come through that section of the draw and be a quarterfinalist, Marta because <laughs> her little her comments after she lost to Sabiate gave me a little spiciness, and I'm I'm riding with the spiciness. She was just like, "Okay, girl, we'll see you." You, like your she, game, she, your game, but like your did. game was good. But it wasn't, she it wasn't, did. it wasn't, did. it wasn't given what the people said it was. It was did. not given no. what they said it was given. <laughs> it was not, girl.
1: It, it was giving me very much ordinary. She didn't very say that. Much,
0: I'm, I'm paraphrasing. We are like paraphrasing, the, and we said. A, <laughs> we adding a little
1: extra T on it. But she said it's giving me very much ordinary. It's giving me very much. You play like everybody else. Is giving me very much. I can
0: beat you, so I oh, cannot wait damn. to play you again.
1: Yeah, she came she for was,
0: her. She really was, but I mean, I like listen. There's a fine line between cockiness and confidence, and sometimes you got to ride it to get the results you need, especially if you're coming up and if you've got mm-hmm. wins behind you. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. It's not like she. It's not like she took a bad loss. If she if she came off the court, lost six sick love, six love. Mm. You sound like you, you sound a little bad. You sound a little, you sound a little bitter. Right. But I mean she gave Swiatek right, a good a good a good match. Anyway, next to Azarenka in that in that uh section are some very, very dangerous names. Whew. Mm-hmm. Just off the, off, the, off the top of looking at the draw, the very closest seed to Azarenka is Annette Contavit, who just was in the final of Eastbourne, who lost to Ostapenko, who coincidentally is also in this section of the draw, who comes in unseeded after just winning Eastbourne. That whole section, and it includes Bianca Andreescu. I mean, I know we have to include her because she's a number five seed, even though on paper she plays her first match against Elise Cornet. Or Elise Cornet. Elise Cornet just beat her in Berlin. That mm-hmm. section could On go any kind of way. Section, it really I'm, good. It, who knows? With Azarenka, Contevite, Casiquina, the, the, the 31st seed who I haven't mentioned yet, who also has been playing good tennis again, Ostapenko, Andrescu, and then also the left handed young fighter from Canada, who I think you're a fan of, Layla Fernandez. I enjoy.
1: I I, I I do respect her game, and I enjoy her game. I don't think she needs to be in the competition of the other people you listed.
0: Oh no, no, that's not necessarily. But she plays Ostapenko in the first round, and I think because of the way that she kind of goes about her matches, she has a fighting chance. I'll yeah. say that she has a fighting chance because she's a fighter. I don't think she's gonna go yeah. on for it being like you're not able to just you're not able to just play me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care if you just win your tournament. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Who who did I pick to get through? We'll get we'll get. We'll you you picked who you started talking about. Kontaveit. Mm-hmm. I, Come on, bold picks. Going going with my heart. That was my that was my idea behind the whole WTA draw for me because I feel like taking my head into these picks usually doesn't work anyway. So let me just go with my heart, and I think a Contavit who just got to the final of Eastbourne enjoys grass. I really think the way she produces or constructs her points lends itself well to playing well on grass. If she gets through her first couple of rounds, I don't see why she can't make a run. But the same could be said for Ostapenko and Andrescu and Azarenka. All of those girls, if they find their feet right. in the grass, can find themselves in the second weekend in the quarterfinals of the tournament. I just went with Conta v because that's my heart set. So
1: i love this section because we both have two completely different picks um Mm -hmm. but that quarter right there literally azarenka andrescu Astapenko, contavit could make it through and none of them could make it through so Mm -hmm. that little quarter Mm -hmm. right there is is very much a popcorn section um so i'm i'm very excited to see how that part plays out
0: you are very right you hit a nail on the head um, right below them, the section of the jaw is anchored by number three c and that is not a very strong anchor jaw. Um, Damn. <laughs> number three seed, Fedelina, Sorry, she plays. She plays a very tricky opening round how match. I she, believe. How
1: is she still ranked so high? I keep forgetting she's six, six, ranked so high. Does she
0: play every week? Oh. Okay. She don't go too many weeks without gaining some kind of ranking points. Now she don't go too many weeks. Come
1: on. She's a modern day Hingis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean she plays every week and she's not bad for giving you at least a fourth round or a quarter final um she may not get to the semifinals but she's gonna be in your draw and probably walk away with at least one or two wins and that gets you somewhere on the wta tour it's not sexy consistency is not like the sexiest thing and it doesn't make you like um a talking point but with that being said svidalina also made the semifinals 2019. so you know i mean Maybe she's comfortable. Maybe she's more comfortable on the grass course than I'm giving her credit for. But she plays a player, Allison Van Udvoink, from Belgium. Shout out to Van Udvoink for flying the pride flag, like she hey, always ma'am. does, specifically during right. Pride Month. We love to see it. Um, and I love that she and her,
1: her, and her partner yeah. play on the WTA tour
0: together. together. And I, I love it.
1: Every time they play a match against each other, they hug and they kiss, and they, they don't hide any of it. I respect I love that it. so much. I
0: love to see it. She's one of like my tennis gems because of what we just talked about. I like watching her play, and right. she just won a one hundred thousand dollar ITF um, tournament on grass right, yeah. in Nottingham, and that was <laughs> her first title on grass. And she's made the fourth round at Wimbledon before, where she beat Muguruza in route to do that. So I think her game is crafty, and if anybody can beat her, if any if, if there's a player that she would probably feel like, well, oh, I have a chance to win this. That's a top four seed. It would probably be Svidalina. yeah. yeah. So, Fidelina the better watch out in their very first section. Another very open section of the draw. Other high C's include Pavly Ochenkova, who also is coming off of a decent run at the French Open, making the final. That's also, the French
1: Open final being a decent run.
0: I mean, that's that's the that's the run, run of her life. That's the run of her life. I just don't know, again, how we were talking about Krajikova, we don't know how she's gonna follow up with that. She might feel right. like, kind of like team felt, like I put all this work into this and this was my shining moment. How do I, you know, cause how do I emotionally bounce back from that? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Paula Bedosa's in this section. Um, a, a left-hander that I like, Jill Teichman, plays a really very, a very interesting match against Camilla Georgie, who just be out there smacking the hell out of the ball and don't care where it go. Um, mm-hmm. Which can work well on grass. So I think I see Muhova coming through that section. Cause Muhova's actually been to the quarterfinals of Wimbledon. So I think her coming through I think I see her coming through that section and filling a quarterfinal spot. I think.
1: So looking at the draw, I am going to make a bold pick. And I am going to pick Badosa coming through.
0: Okay. You went with your right. heart.
1: I, I, for some reason, I've liked Bedosa's game for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she's more of a clay court player, but I watched her play grass, and even though she didn't win a tournament, she lost, I think, in the quarters of the semis, and it was in three sets. And she plays well. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting. I don't trust Filina to, to at any point. Um, mm-hmm. Anna is on my tennis tennis fantasy team because she is has she? a lot of talent. I think she can hit the ball hard. I think she. I think I picked her to beat Lynette and to beat Fidelina. But I think coming through, I'm going to, I'm going to counter your mu-
0: muhova with Bedoso. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I'll let you, I, that's, that's fine. You know who is mad though? When we go down to this next section, Belinda Benchich is very mad. She ended who? up blocking Belinda Benchich. Who? <laughs> she don't know who I am either. Well, actually she does know who I am because she just blocked the podcast account. I, so <laughs> So maybe 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 we make an inroads to something, child. I don't know. You,
1: you, All you know, when said, they block you, that mean they know you.
0: They know who I am. All I said was what was true. Somebody said they were talking about how she lost two of her finals this week, and I said, "Well, she's made two pretty nasty comments in the very recent or not so recent future about some players. Mm-hmm. She made comments about Naomi Osaka wanting to pull out of the French Open to always keep herself in the things. I mean, she." English isn't her first language, so I'll give her a a, a slice of of whatever. You, mean real, you yeah, being real I'm, kind, she
1: knew what she was. doing. She knew
0: what she was doing when she was she throwing jealous. that into the into the conversation about Naomi she Osaka jealous. always doing something for press. That's not what Naomi Osaka was doing. Didn't take too kindly to those words. And if we re- if we if we rewind six plus months ago, back to 2020, when the very first allegations came out about Alexander Zverev. In his domestic abuse, she, she was like the him. very first people to start capping about how much he would never do that, and I, you know yep. how women just make stuff up. and We can't believe women the first time. That didn't reflect well onto her. So I'm just saying the fact that she lost her two finals this this year, maybe karma. You gotta watch what you say and put out into the world.
1: Thank you. And I, I don't think I, don't, I, don't, I think I, don't have I think no she found
0: that tweet and she didn't like it, but I was just saying the truth. Somebody had to say it. Somebody. I, I'm glad you said it. I mean, you can't. I, <laughs> And it's not just like tennis game aside. Yeah. Tennis game aside, her game probably does translate well to grass, and she has a semi decent shot of doing well in this tournament. But I won't pick her. I'm yeah, not running. Me. I'm not going run to the bar to pick up a Moscow Mute with her. I'm not. Never. Mm-mm,
1: I'm good. So home. we 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 already gave her too much time. <laughs> um, <laughs> it I don't to see if, I she don't... in the
0: same section of the draw with Serena Williams. You right. I
1: don't. You... Especially since she's in the same section of the draw as Coco Goff. She not, we not getting past Coco, okay? We not even talking about Serena.
0: She's not right, getting Coco, past Coco. Coco, Coco you're right, you're right. Coco Golf actually lost to Benchich in Adelaide earlier this year, and she ain't trying to take another loss to her. She not. We not, we not. She not. Coco, at, so my, at, in, in all honesty, Coco has- A really good draw. She has a good draw. I just do not, Lord. I personally do not need to see no black girl magic at wimbledon in this particular tournament let me rephrase that i always want to see black girl magic in very specific forms i do not necessarily mm-hmm. want to see coco golf play serena williams as they are potentially slated to do in the fourth round i don't want to see that my heart doesn't want to see that my eyes would be glittering because i'm like oh wow this is great but somebody has to lose that match and it just
1: part of me there's a little selfish part of me that wants to see Serena play Coco golf because that's her idol before she retires, and there's a part of me that does not want to see that match because I don't want that stress on Serena.
0: Like I don't want Serena, Serena to walk on the court to feel like she needs to win this because we yes. know what the we know what they're gonna say if she loses. Exactly. So that's why I don't.
1: I have every time that they're almost supposed to play on somebody, one of them loses. I don't want to see fine, it. I'm yeah, fine with it. I'm good. I'm, with, I'm okay I don't want to
0: see it. I, I, the ones against Venus, the matches against Venus were were good enough for me. But I that's all I need. I do wish the best for them in the tournament. Serena opens up for a tournament with uh, a first round match against Sasnovich, who mm-hmm. has played well in certain parts of her career. She doesn't really come in with too much confidence, but I also do think Serena needs to come out of the gates looking formidable by the first two rounds because if seeds hold. She's supposed to play Angelique Kerber in the third round and Angelique Kerber beat her at Wimbledon in 2018, which I'm still salty about. And Angelique Kerber just won a tournament today. So she's rounding into form on, on paper Mm -hmm. and confidence wise, right in time to play Serena. Well, Serena needs to be on her P's and Q's by by the third round or else it doesn't look like she's going to be bringing home another major. Do I right. want her? Do I want to see Sabrina Williams lifting the trophy at the end of the, the last Saturday or Sunday of the tournament? Absolutely. Like I do, but she got to come out and play good tennis. She just has to, because with Coco Gauff, Angelique Kerber and Belinda Benchich all potentially opponents before the quarterfinals, she has to be playing good tennis. She has to be playing the important moments well and serving well. We, we right. got to see that. We got to see it
1: it's gonna be tough because the days of serena it's kind of hard the days of serena playing her way into the draw and winning matches off of her name are gone these girls from round one really believe that they can beat her it's so interesting how like well we know she's been losing a little more than normal but how these the young generation on the women's tour they come up against the big names with this dire believe that i am going to slap you off the court but on the men's side they come into these matches with the big three and they're so intimidated like these girls come on the court thinking about this could be the moment that changes my career i have to beat serena and then these guys are like oh i'm playing djokovic this is a big enough moment for me
0: let me get a selfie with him afterwards
1: exactly they're like fans so i i have serena coming through this quarter because i will always pick serena I believe in her. I want 24 to happen here. Um, and that's, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm we're not gonna, gonna give we're, too we're much energy. We're gonna cross our fingers.
0: I'm gonna leave fingers. it at that. We're gonna yeah. cross our fingers and see what happens. Um, let's go down to the very, very bottom part of the draw with number two seed, Arena Sabalenka, who comes in with, I think, maybe one or two match wins and Mimb- Wimbledon main draw. I don't think she's made it past the uh, second round. I can, I can tell you right now, absolutely. Nope, she's never made it past so she, the know. second round. She never made it first Her first
1: round and first round the last two years. Yeah, she, but we know she struggles at slams in general. For whatever
0: reason. And I think, like, there are a couple other players who I feel play like the very similar Sabalenka mold that play better in grand slams.
1: Kavitova.
0: Kavitova, Madison Keys, like big, big ball hitters, like people that just consistently are hitting the ball big on the women's side. It's just that Sabalenka can win everywhere else, but when it actually matters. Comes to a slam. Comes to a slam. She she goes away. She has a draw that is, by all means, not terrible, but could she be upset by anybody, by some of the seeds in her section? Yeah, she could. It's, she it's, can lose it's, in the first
1: round. Nicolescu I, I, is not a walk in the park. If you are not feeling your game...
0: Yeah, she can, she can... You, she will trouble you. you. Yeah, she can so And
1: especially me. on grass, she will slice and dice. She can slice and dice Sabalenka into a into frustration.
0: Into a whole fit, yeah. And then also uh, Rabakana lurk, and then also uh, Sakari the Greek woman that made the semifinals at the French Open. She's mm-hmm. trying to find her way on the tour. So that's a little section, I think, I picked... Yeah, I did. I picked Rabakina to come through that section, just because R- Rabakina from Kazakhstan, I actually really was digging her game pre-pandemic, because if you do the research, her 2019 going into 2020, in like the first three months, 2020, she was she playing was a run. She, she was, was playing a run. good tennis. Yes. She was playing good tennis, and kind of similar to who we talked about earlier, she got back onto the court after the pandemic break and just really hasn't found her footing. Unfortunately, she found her footing right about the time to play Serena, and she got to the quarterfinals of the French Open. Before that, she was not stringing together good matches. But I think now she's trying to find her footing. Maybe that match against Serena trying to kind of woke her up a little bit and be like, oh, wait, I was playing good tennis, and I, if I can beat Serena at a grand slam, I'm back to or close to my best tennis. Her game y- yields itself or lends itself. Her game lends itself to playing well on grass. So I just went with that. Cause I don't hate her game. I just hate the fact that she just be Serena. <laughs> right. Who do you see come out of that section or to get to that quarterfinal?
1: I actually picked, I picked um, Rubikina as well. She was, okay. she was, she's someone I've never backed before, but I've been keeping a close eye. And I do remember when she was on that run in
0: 2019. So mm-hmm. I did, I, I picked her. She's one to watch. She, she doesn't give me just, too much. She right. She doesn't say or do too much. She does, she does what well, she needs to do in the court, and she, I, her, and I her just can't. Speak for her. Yeah, I just
1: can't trust Sabalenka. I cannot mm-hmm. trust Sabalenka in a slam. So
0: it's just hard to. It's hard to trust Sabalenka until you see her do it, honestly, because she's been given too many opportunities to do it, and we haven't seen it. Um, right above Sabalenka section, uh, that part of the draw is anchored by number seven seed Swiatek from Poland. She's is slated to play Shea Suway, the always tricky a player from Chinese Taipei in the first round that could be very tricky it could be a potential upset Mm -hmm. um she's also in a very tough part of the draw go ahead
1: I was gonna say I think if I'm not mistaken so is another player that's coming into the French show the Wimbledon as a seeded player who's never played a match or never won a match at Wimbledon if I'm not mistaken because she she's a former junior Wimbledon champion um and because she won the Juniors in 2018, she got the wild card to play in 2019, but mm-hmm. lost in the first round. So she's never won a match at Wimbledon. But, you know, she comes in as a high seed because, you know, she's been playing well. So I'm interested to see she didn't have the greatest grass court season. Mm-hmm. And Shui, I don't care who you play, is always a tricky match. I don't have suicide pick because I didn't know who to trust in that match.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause, I, I cause we have to come out and do what she needs to do because she kind of plays that style of tennis. That's aggressive. Um, we just, it's just interesting that she feels like she doesn't think grass is her best surface when she's one five junior or Wimbledon. so. Like you won junior yeah. Wimbledon, like not saying that that's like, you know, ah, like the best thing in the world, but like clearly in the back of your mind, that was only a couple of years ago. You should know right. that you can play on grass. You know, it's not like she won in 2010. <laughs> she's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> Also in that section is the legendary Venus Williams, who is playing. Come on,
1: legendary! Do you want to be a legend?
0: <laughs> a statement. Legendary, iconic—all the words you want to say. She is still in these draws, and mm. she's still somebody. Mm. Like, although people aren't talking about her to win it, she's still somebody that people are going to talk about in the tournament, and she's going to get some camera time. Which I, I am at it. I'm not mad at it at all, honestly. So, so I, I 1,000% love
1: Venus. Mm-hmm. um i actually found out earlier today that she is scheduled to play on court two for her first round match which is better than i thought i thought they were going to schedule her on court parking lot um because <laughs> wimbledon stayed disrespecting venus like she's not a five-time champion
0: um and didn't low keep a Wimbledon on the map for the 2000s forward because it's a lot of people would not know what that tournament is if venus williams didn't win it well there's a there's a certain demographic be, of people. It, there's a certain demographic yes. of people who do not know what Wimbledon is before Venus and Serena because, started Wimbledon. When and it. let's
1: talk let's talk about it between 2000 and 2010. That whole decade, it was Venus was in eight out of ten mm-hmm. Wimbledon finals, winning five out of those eight. So you are gonna tell me in a whole decade, Venus did not make the final. Just in two of them, mm-hmm. Wimbledon was her domain. But I'm I, I can I can give you a whole episode just on Venus because I gon- would love.
0: Oh, we we have an episode coming on Venus. Don't you worry? Okay, because I it's, love. It's, we, we're waiting theory. on the right moment. We're waiting on the right moment to, to do it. But there's there is an episode from missing the point about Venus that's going to happen. You you should. We're gonna we're gonna get you as a, as a part okay. for sure. But
1: Venus has really has been struggling on confidence lately. I'm like not even lately for the past few years. Mm. I'm hoping being back at Wimbledon where she's been the most successful. I'm hoping it kind of like rejuvenates her. But I honestly don't know if she's going to be able to come through that
0: first match. With Buzanescu. It's a tough yeah. one. Buzinescu, uh pushed Serena to three sets just a couple of weeks ago at the French Open. So, mm-hmm. uh, And then also in that section, Muguruza, who is a the player that beat Venus the last time she got to the Wimbledon final on my mm-hmm. birthday. Um, Dang. I know, right? That was a... Whew. Last couple of Wimbledon's have been hard to swallow, but anyway, Muguruza is in that section of the draw. Who comes? Who comes in? Muguruza started the season off very hot. Was hot. one of the very yes. informed players. She it is. hasn't translated to as many titles as I probably thought it would have. But I also mm-hmm. think that Muguruza is a big time player, and if she's looking at this draw, the fact that. Sweet, I take is close to her. The fact that, you know, a, another veteran on the tour, Kuznetsova, is next to her. I don't know if she's one of those players that looks at the draw, but she should feel comfortable in Wimbledon. She's made the final in 2015, obviously a champion in 2017. I have her going through that. I wouldn't mind seeing Venus play Muguruza again and maybe something else shake up, but I have Muguruza coming through that section to be a quarterfinalist. We'll see. It could it, Things could change
1: right she i she's I actually call her like Amazon, and it's it's a compliment i ha, sometimes I'm afraid to tweet it because I don't know if people are gonna understand, but I call her the Amazon because I look at her, she's like so tall, she's so athletic she's so, like she's just like I love her game um so I have her coming through here because I think she's gonna find the form that we saw at the beginning of the year her clay- her clay season was kind of like dismal it, she really didn't she was do getting a some lot. she was picking
0: up some injuries, yeah, yeah.
1: But I think she's she's Mac on grass, a surface that she likes. She like you said, two time finalist there, one time champion. So I have her coming through that section as well. I would love for myself to be completely wrong and <laughs> Venus to find her way through that section. Wouldn't be mad but, at it. But my my heart picks Venus, but my head on the paper, I wrote down Mugaruto. Yep,
0: yeah, I would agree with that. Full full stop. I would agree. Right above them, just to finish, almost finish out the women's draw, we have a section anchored by the number four seed, uh, Sophia Kennan, who comes in with question marks about her form. She just released her partnership with her father not that long ago. She has not played a grass court warm-up. She does have a grass court title to her name. She won in Mallorca when the WTA stopped there in 2019. She won. She actually beat Belinda Benchitz in the final. So maybe she does have some kind of connection to grass. Right. Who? The other top seed in that section is also Elise Mertens from Belgium, who pretty much beat everybody she beats everybody who she's supposed to be most of the time
1: so that's why she's consistent. That. Yes. she's consistent yes
0: she's consistent i i don't there's nothing flashy about her game but i would not be surprised if she gets through this section and becomes a quarterfinalist so that's why i wrote her name and she's she enjoys all the surfaces honestly she just she's a good player all around so i got mertens coming through that the only the only thing is i see <clears throat> keys madison keys floating in there and madison keys she just switched rackets She just beat Sabalenka on grass, so maybe there's some confidence starting to brew around her. So I wouldn't be surprised if Keys comes through there. And it's not Mertens, but I put down Mertens just when I was making my draw picks. I put
1: down down Mertens as well because, like you said, she beats everybody she's supposed to beat. And if I'm looking at her quarter, I can – I hate to say it, but I can see her consistent game taking Keys out if Keys is on one of her days where she hitting balls to the parking lot. So (laughs) –
0: I have behind the parking lot,
1: behind the whole parking lot. So I have Mertens coming through that section and I struggle with the bottom half of that because I don't, I don't know enough about Kenan's game on grass to trust her. And then she's been struggling so much with like the changing of the coaching and not like following up the success of 2019. And so honestly, this was a popcorn pick for me. I, I did not know who to pick him. I'm gonna be very honest. The person I actually picked was in the wrong quarter. I picked Kovitova. Didn't realize she was in she was in the quarter above.
0: It's okay. Um, she's in the low she's so technically this is this is all of Kennan's quarter, but she's is yes. in the section above. She would possibly meet Mertons. If, if the seeds held, technically Pliskova would would meet Merton's. Uh, excuse it's me. me. Pliskova would We'd meet Kennan in the uh quarterfinals if the seeds held, but them seeds not holding. <laughs> that whole thing. So I think, for me,
1: for me, that's a hard pick. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Kavitova. I think Kavitova does
0: have Sloan Stevens in the first round now.
1: You know that cute. That's not a pick. Just, that's not
0: a gimme. But
1: that I uh, I've learned to forgive Sloan <laughs> I, I don't because you know I had my I, well, I don't even, I had my issues with Sloan because she was very disrespectful to Venus and Serena. Um, <laughs> I picked Kavit over there. But, yeah, if I had to pick someone, I'm going to go out on the limb and say, gonna, is going to come through that section, and I am going to make a bold pick. And out of nowhere, I think I'm going to pick, just for kicks and giggles, Collins.
0: That's what you want for kicks and giggles? <laughs>
1: that's, that's, what <laughs> that's what I want for kicks, kicks
0: and giggles? Okay. If if you if, if y'all let you Collins got, hit. You got you got Collins coming through to face who in the quarterfinal above her. What isn't that Merton's section? Yeah, it is, but there's one more quarter there's one more quarterfinalist in the Kavitova and Pliskova section.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Up there I picked Kavitova and um Jeff. Kavitova and, and Collins.
0: No. hmm Kavitova and Collins will meet in the quarterfinals.
1: That's who it, that's what did I say? <laughs> Y'all, excuse me. I might have been drinking. Who did I send you? I sent you, I sent you, Kavitova and Mertens.
0: Yes, Kavitova and Mertens. You want to okay. change Mertens to college? Yes. No, my apologies. Kavitova and Mertens. <laughs> okay. okay, 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 okay. I'm cool with that. That's that. Those are my picks as well. But we could, we could both be looking up in a week or so and none of them be there in the, in the tournament still, honestly. True. The tournament, y'all, it gets started what at this point, 48, 24 hours from now. Right, yep. it, it, it Play kicks off Monday, June 28th. And at this point, we've talked about everybody in the draw. <laughs> and have, I'm not mad at it. I think we yeah. have broken that down to the things that people need to watch for the tournament and people, things need to, we can they can just pass along and just, you know, keep moving on, on the tournament because it should be a very interesting Wimbledon with the fact that it was not held last year. In all the things that we've talked about throughout this episode, so right. we not we not get into the champions because honestly, when once they get to the quarterfinal stage, like I told you earlier, the chips be falling where they may. We gonna we gonna let the chips fall where they may. At
1: this at that point, <laughs> we, just, we just need to see how many picks we actually got correct. Right, because they could be and wrong. Then we can go from there. We can
0: right, right. we can we can reevaluate when they get to the quarterfinal stage and be like, "Ooh, this has been an interesting tournament, hasn't it?" Because <laughs> that's usually <laughs> what happens. <laughs> So that's that's Wimbledon 2021. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to talk about?
1: Um, nah, not really. Just you know, quick shout out to Venus Williams entering the mixed double draw playing with Curios. I am very interested to see how they're going to play. I would love. I've always said I would love for Venus to win the box set in mixed doubles. She has Australian and French, and she does not have the. She doesn't
0: have Wimbledon in the U.S. Open.
1: Interesting.
0: Um, Good. That's call. the only thing. That's the only
1: thing I've. Maybe to shout she should out.
0: make that. Maybe she should make that like her next mission, or like readjust I, her I goals. We that. can tweet her. We can tweet her. We can tweet her. Or put it in her Instagram DMs. Because I will,
1: I will never count Venus out, but chances of her winning, Australian Open the French in singles is not yeah. as high as her winning yeah. Mixed those doubles. Because she has, she has all four in doubles, and mm-hmm. she has a two out of the four in mix, and she can win those other two. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking for her and Kyrius to come through. So I just wanted to shout that doubles team out. Um, they haven't so released the
0: draw yet, but it'll be interesting to see where they where they place them. Yeah. That's something that is not probably going to be picked up by too much um, broadcasting and media, probably until we see them win a match or get on the court. So that's something that you listeners out there should be mindful of that Venus and Curio said they were going to play. Is there anything that you want to say to our listeners before we uh, deuce out and, and wrap up Wimbledon and get to sit on our couches and watching an ESPN and ESPN Plus?
1: <laughs>
0: um, just
1: want to say again, thank you for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. Like I said, I enjoy following your content on Twitter and on Instagram. So make sure y'all check out Missing the Point on Twitter and Instagram. Um, great perspective, great points, great thoughts. Um, very interesting, very candid, um, very real. Um, and then if you're looking to follow another tennis um, Twitter page from, like, again, the black perspective, um, check us out. Serving underscore it underscore up. Um, we're on Which Twitter will be again. linked
0: in podcast description, don't you worry. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs>
1: like I said, the brainchild of combing my beard um, um, started a few years ago and we just want, you know, kind of want to grow and go from here. So yeah, check out the Twitter page, follow us. We love it. We've been growing a nice following. So shout yeah. out to all the people that we interact with on a daily basis. And what I, again, what I love about tennis is a lot of people who interact are in africa they're in australia they're in the u.s they're in london Mm -hmm. it's amazing um so yeah so again thank you for having us on your platform and i look forward to doing this again um i'm excited to play it back i I loved it this (laughs) was fun i'm excited to play it back and edit it
0: (laughs) okay guys you made it to the end of the show and how was it let me know how you feel. <laughs> Definitely hit me up on all of my social platforms and let me know if you enjoyed this episode. Like I said at the very beginning. There are some links in the podcast description to let you know how everything unfolded in this conversation. There's links to the draws. There's links to the Serving It Up podcast, Twitter, and their actual podcast um, audio where you can go and listen on your favorite podcast streaming website or, or platform. And yeah, that was a blast. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I and Je enjoyed recording it for you guys. He will definitely be back on the podcast in the near future because the chemistry was just there. Hopefully you heard it as well. And yeah, that's it. I just wanted to hope and encourage you guys to have a fun fortnight of tennis watching for the next two weeks in Wimbledon it should be interesting one I hope your faves do well I hope my faves do well (laughs) if your fave and my fave come to each other in the draw and play each other I hope my fave wins I'm joking I'm joking all in all I just want you guys to tune in to the tennis and enjoy it and let me know what you think every step of the way I would appreciate it you know I'm always there to engage and laugh and be in the comments because that's who I am so i will let you guys go enjoy the tennis be safe have fun if you're out in the streets and maybe have a drink for me because i could use it (laughs) i will talk to you guys later take care